This is an Anami podcast. Are you feeling lost in adulthood? Because man, I can relate. I know the feeling, right? Most of us can. So even though you feel maybe alone in it, isolated in it, which I have as well, it turns out we're all going through this process as we grow up. You know, that's something we're exploring here on this podcast. So I wanted to bring you special highlights from three of my favorite episodes talking about this very topic. See, no matter where we come from or what our specific circumstances are that make us feel so alone in our journey, it turns out a lot of us are feeling the same themes and the same struggles as we grow up. And this sense of feeling lost, I think is a part of the journey of finding ourselves, right? So I have three special clips today for you from my episodes with Allison Stoner, Jennifer Stone, and Kendall Schmidt. This first clip is from Allison Stoner talking about discovering themselves beyond just acting and what they started to pursue as a child, you know, discovering their more than what they thought as a child. I think it's something super relatable that we're all going through. Here's a clip. That. Performing has been a deep part of your life and also a deep reckoning now in your adult life, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, you said something the other week when I saw you along the lines of you're not acting anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're, you said it like that with enthusiasm. <laughs> um, and I think that's one of those things you're talking about that not knowing the implications of mm. what it is to actually do it. I have kind of gone through my darkness with what comes with pursuing this that I didn't know as a kid. Um, and I've come through the other side uh, recommitted and mm -hmm. in now my adult vision of what it is to pursue this thing. But I know many of us young performers come through that in all sorts of different ways. And move to the desert. Yeah, and move <laughs> away from LA and right. let it go. And I like, uh, wow. I, when you said it, it was, I kind of heard you say it in interviews, but hearing you like say it in person when someone asked, I was like, oh, whoa, like Allison's like out. Yeah. What's interesting is technically I'm still on two shows. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're out emotionally. I'm no, I, I'm invested in the collaboration mm. with that cast and crew. And I believe in the writer's vision. And also it is ironically now the steadier form of income. So it does, it does fulfill, you know, that purpose That's to awesome. some degree. Yeah. Um, but my just orientation is so focused on the company, learning what it means to be a founder, an entrepreneur, um, that I'm simply not immersed in it, uh, nor do I fear um, the consequences of making all kinds of decisions that I used to deprive myself of doing, such as moving away or having any sense of a personal schedule and personal life. Because what if I have to audition? Right. What because, if I have to ah, be there? And what if I have to... Right. Yeah. And then also um, speaking up candidly about experiences to bring reform to the industry, knowing 
I don't have to be employed by any of you ever again. Yeah. So there's a liberation there. Yeah. Um, and an empowerment. But I I actually wanted to initially follow your path of finding the new love for it and the new understanding and approach. And for now, once I dared to face the fear of walking away, um, and I realized that I was going to survive on the other side, I'm recognizing just how important it is for my journey and development to tap into all these other parts of myself that were just offline because I was only focused on performing. So I know for some of my friends, they're like, we love music. We love storytelling. We need to communicate through art. And I'm like, I really want to read that academic paper on the mind-body connection. And so I want to track with that for a little bit, see what else is there. Maybe I'll, you know, bridge them. Maybe, maybe I will, you know, be a failed entrepreneur and have to be like, oh no, the only thing I know is how to dance. (laughs) Um, And that's a possibility. Like if y'all see me in five years back on camera, just know it could be for the a business host of reasons. Didn't work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that, that entertainment is your fallback now. <laughs> and that brings us to lessons I should have learned growing up about stability and structure, <laughs> but didn't. Hello, nine to five hotties. This is Sunia of Finance, and in my brand new podcast, Nine to Fly, I'm sharing all the tea on getting paid more, advancing your career, and finding real work-life balance. I'm here to help you grow your income and also increase your vacation time and maybe find a new remote job in between. Tune in every week on Wednesdays for brand new episodes. Man, I really enjoyed that talk. I love any chance I get to connect with Allison. Let me know what you think about what was talked about there in the comments, and you can check out the full episode link below. This next clip is from my good friend, Jennifer Stone. And she's talking about her journey from moving beyond acting into nursing and kind of what it felt like after Wizards of Waverly Place ended, which I can for sure relate to as when Ned's ended. Um, Here's the clip, hope you like it. The biggest thing I've been really reflecting on recently is just the fact that like, I don't know if you had this after Ned's, but um, I had this idea, kind of the ignorance of youth, if you will, this idea of like, oh, my life is gonna be this. Mm. And then of course life, like just bitch slapped the shit out of me and was no, like, it's not. no, it isn't. <laughs> um, and God, was it not? Yeah. Um, like if you told me then where I am now, I would have been like, what are you talking about? Same. Um, and that's something that like, and there's beauty in that. And the mm-hmm. fact that like, I don't know who I would be as a person if I got exactly what I wanted Mm -hmm. or what I thought I wanted or what I thought I needed. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that's something because I also look at like some of the people that we knew back then and that got that and they're not great people and they're not really fleshed out people and, Mm -hmm. and they're not somebody I would be proud to be. And, and so that's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately about how it's like, yeah, there are certain things in my life that I, would have been 
happy if that had happened. Yeah. Because I, I think for me, the biggest thing is obviously that I still feel a wanting for is a fulfillment as far as like a, a an actor. Yeah. And, and creatively in that sense. Yeah. Um, and like, oh, um, like, God damn it. See, this is what I'm talking it's about okay. with like the, um, the floodgates, but with the Brendan Fraser's speech at the Oscars, when he talked about a, a creative, uh, lifeline. Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine about how just how many actor friends I know, including myself, but so many people, and, and I feel like yourself and so many of our friends included, get that. Because yeah. it's like, oh, so many of my friends are so talented and they're so, they have so much to offer creatively. And we just need a lifeline. Just yeah. fuck, like, sorry, excuse my French, but just like throw me a, a, me a bone. Yeah, throw me throw a bone, me a you know? Like, let me just play, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And that's that's what's missing. Yeah. And you watch the same people over and over and over get all these chances. And and that's that's the that's the part that I feel is lacking, that that is something that I still feel so passionate about. And and sometimes to be perfectly honest, I resent it. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I wish I didn't love it as much as I do. Right. Because it would be so much easier and less not, painful yeah. if to I not didn't. like love and want and need this Yeah, thing. like it would be so much easier if I just didn't crave it yeah. as much and it, and it didn't make me feel so much myself. Yeah. But other than that aspect of my life, I feel so fulfilled in these other areas that I would not have had if I hadn't gone from that detour I would have only had the that. acting side of my life rather than if I hadn't had like the health shit that I had had in my life and right. and had you know and that would led, led to me going into nursing which has been very painful but also very rewarding yeah. and also opened me up to so much life that I had no idea existed and 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 so that, that's just something that like I've been really reflecting a lot on lately yeah. of Yes, you know, part of the human condition to go really, you know, esoteric about it, but is 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 constantly a drive towards something you may not have, but also a thankfulness for not getting what you want and getting what you need. Love me some Jennifer Stone. I hope you do too. Let me know what you think in the comments about what she was sharing. This next clip is from Kendall Schmidt my sweet Nickelodeon Hollywood boy band brother. <laughs> and in this clip, he's talking about after all the ups and downs of figuring out what was next for him after Big Time Rush and just growing up in the industry, he talks about going into therapy and really getting clear on what matters to him as an adult. I think it's super resonant and super relevant. Check it out. I just was feeling like depressed, I guess. I hadn't really ever felt the I guess everyone's got a different interpretation of what that feels like, but uh, I was feeling very, very low. And Mika encouraged me to go to therapy and actually found, she's so sweet, she made me a list of people that she thought just from either their photo or information about them would be great. And I called one woman who was like, picked up and she was like, absolutely, yes. Oh, Kendall, you know, it would be really great to see you. And God bless her. And I set an appointment 
because that was the, I was like, well, shit, that's the first call. I'll make an appointment. And then I talked to the second girl and uh, woman and she said, uh, you know, I'm talking to her. She goes, wow, that seems like a lot. Like, I would love to see you if you want to chat about it. And I was like, that feels better. Yeah, this feels better. Then, oh, Kendall. <laughs> yeah, just like very like yeah. this. And, and I was like, I'm just not into it. And she was much more of a straight shooter. Yeah, and that's what's up. Um, I actually, I was like, is it rude for me to cancel on the first? And she goes, no, cancel. What are you talking about? Cancel. It's your life. Like, Great. Exactly. It's your life. Do what you want. Don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Like, do what you need to do. And so, yeah, we had a, a couple, probably a year and a half, two years of really digging into it. And, you know, there was times I would go in, and this is an important thing to note about therapies. There's times where you go in, you feel like, well, I don't have anything to talk about today. I feel good today. Uh, something always comes up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Something always comes Just up. Just start where you're at. For sure. I've had those sessions where I'm like, how you feel? I feel good I today. Know, man, I feel good. Is there anything that has been bothering you at all? And you're like, you go, well, I mean, well, there's this one thing. <laughs> my friend like did this, like he didn't text me back or whatever it was. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I just have a problem with people like not like support. It can go. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're fucking <laughs> crying about <laughs> something with yeah. your family. <laughs> it's a big relief. Um, and that was another, that was the big step up. I was going to say as far as the phases go, when I felt like I really gained something was, it was like 25 or 26. Or I can't remember exactly. Yeah. I was like ne next level up in adulthood. Because therapy. I went to therapy. Taking care of your... Big one was, big one, and I'm sure everyone's like, yeah, duh, Kendall, this, everyone knows this. But I had never thought about the concept of compare equals despair. If you compare yourself to others who are doing very, very well, mm. it doesn't help you at all. It only hurts you. Yeah. How on earth is it going to help you? Yeah. If you go, so-and-so is doing so well, why am I not doing well? You know, like... Oh, a huge chunk of my depression the last X amount of years came from comparison, but it's like I grew up with a certain generation of entertainers mm -hmm. and I had some success that I had. And then in my 20s, I'm like looking over at all these kids I grew up with, with way more success Popping, than I got yeah. to. And it was despair. It was, I tried not to compare, but the more I wasn't having the success that I wanted and the more I was looking over and seeing it in everyone else is pain is pain every time I was just, well you know I some people would say oh that feeling that that drives me motherfucker yeah yeah uh guess what it doesn't <laughs> yeah not really it not doesn't really. what drives yeah exactly it doesn't. it doesn't drive you as much as just like feeling stoked about what you want to create and what you want. Right. It doesn't drive you as much as just the being saying in is your not, fucking journey. The saying is not compare equals despair sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's compare equals despair, period, end of story. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It just doesn't help to compare yourself to anybody because everyone's life circumstances are different. Exactly. And some you can't take some part of their life without taking all of it. And it's also important to remember when you do see people who are so successful. Um, I got a couple things to say about this, one of which might be just like, that's crazy. People are so successful, but you don't know what's going on in their life. You know, yep. they could have all sorts of shit going on. Personal whatever. shit. Personal yeah. shit. Um, could have had a relative that died or whatever, you know, could be dealing with depression with completely unrelated to success or yeah. could have had some trauma as a kid or whatever. Um, the other thing that I started, this like the flip side of it that I started reminding myself is when you would see someone, and this is typically if you see someone who, I don't think about this when I meet someone and they're like super cool. I do think about this when I meet someone and they're like kind of like kind of a dick or just like, no, I don't have time to talk to you or I'm too popular or whatever. I always think about they look so good. I look at them. They're beautiful right now. They're like they got all dolled up and they look great. 
and this morning they were taking a huge shit. Like, Excellent. if they have good bowel health. Excellent. Thanks for watching these highlights. You can find the full episodes linked below as well as many more in the channel. This podcast is here for you, you know? And your struggle in adulthood, because I get it. We've all been there. I'm there now. <laughs> so uh, that's what this podcast is here to do. Let you know that you're not alone in what you're going through and hopefully uh, entertain you and give you little nuggets of inspiration from the many different guests I have on here and the many different walks of life that we're all going through. Uh, let us know in the comments what else you would like us to explore in the life survival guide, in growing up, in adulthood. And we'll put more videos together for you and bring on more guests. Uh, in the meantime, I'm gonna keep having curious conversations about this journey we call life and uh, hopefully entertain you and hopefully bring you some meaning. All right, thanks for being here. Give us a, a comment, a like, a follow, a subscribe. We'll see you next week. New episodes every Tuesday.